Hello, New Jersey Devils fans, and welcome to the Locked On Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Julia Kender, and I'm here to bring you the latest and greatest in Devils news, opinion, and analytics. So don't forget that you can follow Locked On Devils on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you receive your podcast so that you don't miss an episode. All of your reviews and five-star ratings and all of that really, really make me happy and really fuel the artist. It makes me want to continue making really great content for you guys, and I just really appreciate all of that so far, all of the continued support. Um, if I could have one thing from you guys, it would just be you, you know, telling me what you want. Because this podcast is really for you guys. So I really want to make this as tailored to you as possible. So if you guys want to shoot me an email at lockedondevils at gmail.com, send me a DM on Twitter, or just tweet me uh, at lockedondevils, um, just tell me what you guys want to see more of and what you want more of. Um, If you don't like what I'm doing, let me know and I'll change it up for you. This is all about you guys. I want to make it for you. So today I'm going to talk about Jesper Bratt. Um, I really like Jesper Bratt as a player and as a person. And I think that his kind of story is really interesting. And I want to kind of delve into it, talk about it, talk about, you know, his path to the NHL and what kind of happened to him as he got here. Um, so I think that that's where I want to go today. Um, and if I have time later, I will talk about the game, uh, for Wednesday, tomorrow. Um, and then tomorrow's podcast is obviously just going to be a preview of the game, um, as well as keys to the Devils playing well. So yeah, that's kind of my outline going forward for today and tomorrow. So Jesper Bratt, um, he is... 21 years old, from Sweden, and he plays for the Devils, obviously. He's 5'10", 174 pounds, and when he was drafted, he went 162nd overall in 2016. Um, right now, he plays right wing. Um, he's number 63 on the ice. All these things you guys know, right? So I kind of want to get into things that we don't necessarily know about Jesper Bratt. Um... There's obviously, like, the the common stuff that I mentioned that we know. Um, he was drafted in the sixth round. Um, he played in Sweden um, with AIK. Um, I can't pronounce most of the Swedish things. I'm sorry. I'm just not going to try. Um, and then in 2017, he signed his three-year ELC with the Devils. Um, he played last season after strong, (laughs) strong training camp. Um, and then he fractured his jaw in October, 2018 during practice. So he didn't play until later on in like November, um, for the 2018, 2019 season. Um, he's also played, um, with, Sweden at the World Championships in 2019. Um, So that's just like 
an overview of Jesper Bratt, right? Um, I want to get into his fractured jaw because that was a really interesting thing that happened to him. Um, he obviously, like, it deflected off of his jaw, I'm pretty sure, and it was really not good. And when things like that happen, it's really scary and dangerous and could be so much worse than it was for Jesper. However, he... And this was reported on by Amanda Stein back in 2018 when this happened. He would torture himself by watching the Food Network when he was really hungry. So because he couldn't really open his jaw and he couldn't eat what he wanted to eat, he would watch the Food Network, which is ridiculous in my opinion. Like, I would not be able to do that. He would watch the Food Network. Like, if I, when I'm hungry and the Food Network's on, I'm like, I need to eat. I need to make something right now. So Jasper Bratt not being able to really eat at all and watching the Food Network, it's ridiculous to me. Also, at one point during his fractured jaw uh, escapades, he tried to blend a steak. Yes, blend a steak. He was hungry for steak, so he put a steak in his blender and tried to blend it in order to eat it. I'm like smiling as I say this. That's so gross. <laughs> that is disgusting. I can't even imagine what he went through um, dealing with that, dealing with a fractured jaw. Um, I had a friend in high school who broke his jaw and he had to drink everything through a straw and it was painful to watch. So I can't even imagine the pain that he was in and just how sucky that was for him um i also feel bad for his blender like his poor blender probably saw some really not great days when jasper had his jaw injury so the jaw injury all happened during um the global series i'm pretty sure um and he was really excited to play in his home country of sweden um and he was just kind of crushed that he couldn't and it's really upsetting to think about because like you don't get very many opportunities to play in front of your home team or home country with the team that you're playing on like sometimes you get to play at worlds and that's huge um but this is just a whole other experience and it would have been a whole other experience for jesper and he couldn't do it which was really sad um there was an interview where he basically asked to play with a face cage or something despite his jaw injury, which I'm very glad they didn't allow him to because that could have been so dangerous. And if he got hit up high, it could have just created even more injury and pain and a longer recovery period for him. So I'm glad that the Devils organization was like, no, no, we're not doing that, even though Jesper Bratt wanted to. Um, it just shows his dedication to the game, his dedication to his team and his home country, um, and that's kind of lovely to see. So something else about Jesper Bratt, and I know this is true for other players like Carter Hart and Braden Holtby, but Jasper Bratt sees a sports psychologist. I think this is really interesting. Um, I think the world of sports psychology is 
just like so interesting and much needed honestly um because there's so much pressure and there's so much on top of you to like it's like not just pressure there's eyes and fans and all these people in the organization and your teammates and all of the all it's coming from all sides and you're just trying to be as good as possible you're trying to be good enough for your team for your coach for the fans and it's hard that's so much pressure to put on one person especially when they're so young like Jesper Brad is only 21 and I find that hard to remember sometimes because of the player that he is um Obviously, we all know Jack Hughes is 18 because that's like his narrative. You know, he's in the NHL at 18. Jesper Bratt is still getting scratched sometimes, but he's a solid player when he's on the ice. Lately, he's been really good. He's just been dealing with injuries. Um, and it's hard to remember that he's, you know, this young. Um, so the fact that he has a sports psychologist is really important in my opinion I think more players should have sports psychologists to deal with the pressures of the NHL especially even players like that go between the NHL and AHL even people who are career AHLers or ECHLers I think it's important I think mental health is so important for anybody but especially for players who have all of this pressure on them and all of these eyes and all of this all of this outside nonsense coming into their little world you know Jasper Bratt um had a really great year when he was like right before his draft year he had a great season the next season which was his draft year he tanked and Jasper Bratt has said it's because he had all of this pressure and he felt he couldn't live up to it and it got into his head and he didn't do well that season his draft year season uh he still got drafted he got drafted probably lower than he would have gotten drafted if he weren't um if he hadn't tanked if he had played the way that he played the year before um but now he i don't know if he had a sports psychologist then Um, but I know he had, he has had one and he's talked about having one. Um, I think that that kind of can help a player keep a level head while playing in the NHL, while trying to make the roster, while being scratched some nights and playing other nights, especially when you have a weird, crazy coach like Coach Hines. Um, it's very important to remember that you don't suck. Um, that's not why you're not in the lineup. And also injuries happen. Injuries happen and that can take a toll on your mental health too because you're not playing. You're not doing the thing that you love. You're not doing the thing that brings you money and you're letting people down essentially in a way. Like I know injuries happen and that's not letting anybody down. Um, But like if I were to get injured, if I were an NHL player, which obviously wouldn't happen as I'm a five foot tall girl, Um, I feel like injuries would just, you would feel like you're missing something. You would feel like you're letting the fans down because you should be in the lineup. You would feel like you're letting the coach down and then who knows when you come back if you even have a spot in the lineup anymore when you're somebody like Jasper Bratt who consistently 
is in and out of the lineup, even though I think he deserves to be in the lineup. Uh, that's a whole different thing. Um, so yeah, I think sports psychology is really interesting and really important. I think mental health in general is so important. Um, but the players talking about mental health is huge. Not, and I'm not talking about just Bell Let's Talk, which is a great day. Um, I'm talking about being open to talking about mental health every other day because it is important and it, it shows when people are struggling mentally, uh, it shows on the ice. So something else I want to talk about with Jesper Bratt um, is I, I just really like his style of play. Uh, I think he's a really good player. I think he's going to turn into somebody so solid and so consistent for this team that Coach Hines needs to do better. Um, Jesper Bratt got scratched a few times in the beginning of the season. He came back and then he got hurt. Um, and that sucked. He was out for like two games and then he's back in the lineup now. But you never know. Because Coach Hines is on record saying uh, Jesper Boquist played his way into the lineup and was going to be there for a while. And then that next day, which was the Vancouver game, he scratched him. So you never know with Coach Hines. He's a very unpredictable coach and makes very irrational decisions, in my opinion. Um, so I don't know with Jesper Bratt if he'll continue to be in the lineup or not. Um I do think that he deserves to be in the lineup, and I think that the team is better with Jasper Bratt on the ice. I think Jasper Bratt plays really well with his line right now. Um, his line that is uh, Zaka, Heesher, and Bratt. Um, obviously, in the Vancouver game, that line started to get broken up. Uh, which I thought was stupid because they were the most consistent out of all of the lines, in my opinion, uh, playing-wise, and they were the ones producing. Um, so I thought that was kind of dumb that Coach Hines broke that lineup. I really like that line. I think it's a really strong line, and they have really great chemistry together. And if we can keep those three together and keep the top line, Hall, Hughes, Palmieri, which is having some really great chemistry too, that's going to be really important for the team, having some solid, consistent lines, you know? And I think Brat is a key part of the second line and a key part of being a, keeping that consistency and keeping those lines that gel together. Here on Locked on Devils, we talk about player performance, but that's not the only performance that might be on your mind. If you want to avoid awkward doctor office visits when you're looking to up your game, check out BlueChew.com. BlueChew is the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you'll be ready to play a full 60 and maybe even overtime. And because it's chewable, BlueChew works fast, so you'll never have to worry about being ready to go. Made in the USA, Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in discreet packaging, making the whole process easy, convenient, and cheaper than pharmacy alternatives. Right now, we have a special deal for listeners of Locked on Devils. 
Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code Locked On. L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's BlueChew.com, B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com, promo code Locked On to try it free. Blue Chew makes it easy for you to perform with confidence. So something else about Jasper Bratt that I find a little different than the normal NHL player um, is he was asked, you know, what he did to keep his mind off of hockey. And he said that he likes to walk around the cities on road trips and look at architecture, um, which I think is really interesting because, yeah, sometimes the guys will go and see the sites and they'll do like the history of the city that they're in. But I've never really heard of them looking at the architecture and loving the architecture and doing stuff like that. Um, So I found that very interesting. Um, And just another little quirk of Jesper Bratt that I've started to love. Um, There's something else that my friend Amy actually told me about. um, That all the young Europeans tend to go to dinner together and they kind of invade each other's apartments um, and just like hang out and do dinner together and I think that is so sweet. I love team bonding like that especially when they're all like all the Europeans sticking together like they're all in a different country and they all have kind of found each other and found this solace in one another and I just love that. I think that's so great. All right, so I I know I've like waxed poetic about Jasper Bratt for about 18 minutes now. So let's talk about the New Jersey Devils as a whole for a second, um, and then we'll wrap this up. How's that sound? Obviously, you can't answer me and tell me how that sounds because this is a podcast and it's just me. Um, okay, so tomorrow the Devils play Ottawa at 7 p.m. Eastern. Um, the Ottawa Senators are 6, 10, and 1. The Devils are 5, 7, and 4. So they have one more game played than us and one more win than us. Um, like one more uh, regulation win than us. Sorry, couldn't think of the word for a second. Um, and Ottawa was kind of like the Devils over the offseason where they got a lot of players. They got a lot of um interesting acquisitions um like a lot of Leafs players like Connor Brown and Nikita Zaitsev went from you know the Leafs in Toronto to Ottawa um and they made some off-season acquisitions that obviously not as big as the Devils did with PK Subban um but they did have some really important acquisitions to make their team hopefully better and I just think we're gonna see a new Ottawa Senators team when we play them it's not going to be the same team as last year obviously but I think that they're going to be you know renewed um they're gonna have a renewed confidence it's kind of how they've been playing lately Um, They just don't seem like the same team as last year, which is, you know, no team is the same as last year. But this Ottawa Senators team really isn't the same. Um, They've had a lot of changes in their lineups and changes in um, their defensive pairings. So I think that that's going to be really interesting to see as we play them tomorrow. 
Um, I will get more into the logistics and statistics tomorrow, um, but let's just go over the past five games, right? Um, so you guys are going to kill me for not knowing how to pronounce this name. Uh, Peugeot, he is, in the last five games, he has five goals. Um, Paul has three assists, and Peugeot is a plus four. And if we are looking at our team, Nico Hishier has two goals in the last five games, uh, which is the most goals in the last five games for the doubles. Uh, Taylor Hall has four assists, four points, uh, all of them being assists. And then Andy Green is a plus three. So that's pretty, like, besides the goal thing, that's pretty com comparable. Um, so that's pretty good, pretty cool. Um, so tomorrow in the goaltending situation, we haven't heard who's going to play. And by tomorrow's podcast, we probably will have heard. But I have a feeling it's going to be Mackenzie Blackwood playing because why wouldn't it be? Coach Hines plays the hot hand and all season that has been Mackenzie Blackwood. Even when it's not necessarily the best for Mackenzie Blackwood to be playing, he plays him. Um, granted, they're going to be coming off of like a few days rest, so it'll be fine. Um, but I just wanted to put that out there because I think Coach Hines might be running him into the ground as well as other players like when he played Taylor Hall and Nico Hishier, like every other shift in overtime uh, a few games ago. But that's just me and <laughs> thinking about Coach Hines and how much I dislike him. Um, I'm sure there are some of you that like him. That's a joke. I don't think there's any devil fan that really likes Coach Hines right now. Um, but if you do, let me know because that would be interesting. I would love to talk to you um, and get your reasoning behind that. Um, so yeah, that is about it for me today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this one. Um, you can find me on Twitter at JK underscore Kender, K-E-N-D-E-R. And you can also find me at Locked on Devils on Twitter. Please give us a follow. Um, give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. Leave a review. Anything you want to do, it helps. Um, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Go Devils.